Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. I was just going to say, you had all day to prepare in here. You don't start doing your makeup till five minutes the before. The ladies just got out of the Your mic studio. is not ready and your headphones aren't in. Your yeah, coffee's ready. getting cold. We're ready. Ready to go. You're falling apart. Let's get out of the blocks here with a fast start. Good morning, everybody. This is WKOK's live telephone talk show on on the mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, Mr. Ben Reikley is across from me. He is a conservative. Uh, <laughs> let's see, what else did I want to say? That's about all you can say. Uh, Republican uh, committee person. American. Natural born listener. Snyder County and Pennsylvanian and American. He's an acquaintance of Charlie Giroux of Quantum Communications, the CEO of Quantum Communications. Of course, you've seen his name on a ballot a couple of times. He's been a Republican candidate from time to time, and including in the gubernatorial race, was gracious enough during the campaign to contact us a couple of times. He's been in our studios on at least one occasion, and still a pretty sought-after political consultant. He's been at conventions. He's as Republican as can be. And he's, he's known well at CPAC. Right. <laughs> I think he founded it or something. Charlie, have you you ever helped a Democrat get elected? Not that I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Not intentionally, anyway. <laughs> so, okay. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for calling in. We really do appreciate it. I just think there's so much going on that we could talk about. Let's start out with statewide uh, politics. We just have this big debacle going on in the state house. Democrats are supposedly in charge, but uh, wouldn't convene. Locked some doors, changed some locks, uh, went out of town to uh, to uh, come up with a so-called listening tour but then gave fake results from it. What's your view on this impasse in the state house? What's really happening that maybe us lay people don't see? Well, it is a debacle, but it was caused by the fact that we had such an incredibly close election for the state house of representatives. On election night, it was 102 to 101. Turned out that that 102 was ephemeral. There's your word for the day, because you had tucked into that 102 somebody who had died prior to election day and was uh, elected nonetheless, and two people who were going to have to and ultimately did resign their seats to take other offices, one going to Congress and the other becoming lieutenant governor. So that took a 102 to 101 advantage down to a 101 to 99 disadvantage, and the rest is kind of rolled from there. Well, what happened that they decided not to do anything at all whatsoever, and the doors got locked? I think we kind of missed that. Well, that was a decision by the Speaker of the House because he couldn't roll the bills that he wanted to uh, uh, to get onto the floor and to get passed because, frankly, they didn't have the votes. So they decided, given the fact that they didn't have the votes, even to get the rules passed, which you have to have in order to convene the session, that they would simply shut down until after these special elections that were held earlier this week. Now, am I wise for picking up this as just a tremendous senseless waste of money and time all the time that went into these constitutional amendments? And uh, is this just a senseless waste? Am I picking that up right? 
Well, it is a waste. There's no doubt about it. But I think it points up something that's, in my judgment, really important. And that is the question of whether or not we need a full-time legislature. There are states a lot bigger with uh, more population, more area, bigger budgets, et cetera, that don't have full-time legislatures. We do. We have, in effect, the largest legislature in the country, the second or third highest paid legislature in the country, which needs more session days than any legislature in the country. And this is kind of the result uh, that the taxpayers get for it. So I think there's going to be increasingly a discussion both about the size of our legislature. There have been numerous attempts to downsize it in recent years and about whether or not it really needs to be a full-time body. Charlie, uh, good morning. And a quick question. Where where are we now and where do we go with the PA House, the PA Senate, and, of course, uh, Governor Shapiro? Well, the Senate is controlled by the Republicans, which will put a little bit of a block on you know, overly ambitious uh, spending plans, for example, that the Shapiro administration may come up with, don't know what's going to happen in the House. A lot of it depends on what Mark Rossi, who was elected speaker with both Democrat and Republican votes, is going to do personally, because although they now are going to have a 102 to 100, because as you know, in your area, uh, Linda Culver is going over to the Senate, so temporarily her seat will be vacant. Um, you know, that the, the Democrats aren't going to have enough votes to win unless Rossi votes with them. And whether or not he does remains to be seen. When the deal was made by the quote-unquote Republican leaders in Harrisburg to support Rossi for Speaker, a Democrat, a lot of us asked, was this a good deal or a not-so-good deal? And I said all along that if Rossi was going to stay as Speaker and block the rise of people like Joanna McClinton, who are really much further to the left, it was probably a pretty good deal, but it doesn't now appear that that's the case. So if that is what turns out to be true, it was a bad deal. Well, one of the things I've said here in the radio, I believe uh, Governor Shapiro has been in less than a month, per se, but would you say there's potential that in his less than a month service to the Commonwealth, he's exceeded the eight years of Governor Wolf? <laughs> Well, I mean, the problem was that when Wolf was doing things, they were bad things, so you hope that he didn't do that much. <laughs> that, that, that is part of it. When we go on, uh, you mentioned uh, Linda Schlegel-Caller. She will be taking the Senate seat. The Senate is twenty-eight, twenty-two. We will have another special election, which has to just drive some of these voting districts crazy, because how many do, can you have? But I guess Pennsylvania has exceeded its limits. But... Once things get settled, there's something called the budget, which you've been through this for numerous years. I don't want to say decades, but let's say numerous years. Do do you see everybody getting in place to start to move on the budget? Because as we've seen, the courts have weighed in on school funding. That's going to be a big deal. Big, uh, I call big mama government federal money is going away for COVID money to help the schools. This, this school hurdle is going to be very high. Well, the school hurdle, then is a question mark in a lot of minds. What was very interesting about the way this opinion was written was that there wasn't any direct order about you must spend X number of dollars, as we've seen in previous cases uh, that were similar. So uh, Judge uh, Cone Jubilee kind of left the door open and in my judgment, what it really is, is a subtle support for school choice, which is saying 
you know, provide a way for these kids in these failing schools to get out of them and get into schools that their parents would like them to be. And Charlie, can can I take that word? Where I agree, overall school choice, but hopefully, won't it create school competition? And some of these public schools will then compete, which they do have good teachers, hopefully good administrators that they can compete. But if this creates some competition among schools, private, public, charter, wouldn't that be better for the people who are trying to get educated? Of course. I mean, competition always produces a better product and a better result, and that's what school choice is all about, is setting up competition for the student dollars. All right, well, let's flip to the national scene. We never did talk to you after the midterm elections. Uh, President Trump's candidates didn't do on at the highest level. Then some others, of course, that launched us into uh, having a Republican majority in the U.S. House, and uh, Kevin McCarthy had trouble getting elected. So a quick glance in the rearview mirror there, your reflection on what has happened to get us up to this point in D.C. Well, obviously, the midterm elections were a little bit of a dis- strike, a little bit, were a disappointment to conservatives in particular and Republicans in general. Uh, the tailwinds were all there for a significant sweep, but through a variety of different things, including the Republicans' failure in our state, for example, to get onto the mail in ballots and use them, since they're the law now, rather than disdain them. Uh, and in other states for other reasons, putting bad candidates up, running, frankly, bad campaigns, etc., the tidal wave that was expected turned out to be a trickle. But elections do have consequences, and you're already seeing in the U.S. House of Representatives some really, really positive results as a result of a very narrow election bringing in a Republican majority, because Ilhan Omar is no longer on the committees that she sought to be on with sensitive national security uh, uh, issues. Uh, Swalwell and um, uh, Schiff have been replaced on their key committees. And so you've got people that, frankly, have really hurt our country over the course of the past few years, no longer in the positions that they could do as much damage as they did. Conversely, on the other side of the coin, you have G.T. Thompson from here in Pennsylvania becoming the first uh, chairman of the House Agriculture Committee in over a century from Pennsylvania. And that's a very, very powerful post, a very important post, particularly since the Farm Bill is going to come up during his tenure as chair. Of course, you got the Q crack quack Marjorie Taylor Greene now back on committees, and and the rest of the Freedom Caucus actually uh, the tail. No, thank God, yeah, uh, wagging the dog. Yeah, that's good. down there. Good so, to have them back on a committee, right? Why did they get taken off? Uh, censorship? By, oh, because uh, of the Twitter thing. Speaker? Yeah, that Twitter uh, thing with oh, the death tw- threats. Twitter. That's that's quality. That's quality right. criteria. Well, you know, it doesn't take much. <laughs> this is all whimsical in Harrisburg. Charlie, people hate what's going on in Washington D. See, they just see this as a huge waste of time. Republicans, uh, maybe rightly so, I'm not making a judgment, really want to get to the bottom of the Hunter Biden laptop and find out what's going on there. And uh, and just really expose the influence peddling that's happening. That's certainly in plain sight to most people. So uh, what can, is there anything people can do other than watch it like it's a big circus? Is there anything we can do about really the tragedy that our leaders are just caught up in the partisan uh, circus in Washington? Well, you put a lot of things into that question, which I don't necessarily think are true, my friend. I don't think it is a circus. I think it's very, very important 
that we get to the bottom of what went on with Hunter Biden. Because if our national security was compromised in any way, shape, manner, or form, or if corruption runs right into the Oval Office, which it certainly appears is a distinct possibility, that's something that is very, very important to the country, not a sideshow or a circus. So I think what the Republicans are going to do in the House of Representatives in getting to the bottom of some of these things, which were swept under the rug for the previous two or three years, uh, is very important, not uh, in any way uh, something that people ought to be looking at the stain list. Do you have any uh, faith in the Justice's Department investigations involving Hunter Biden? Less faith, yeah. I mean, the Justice Department has proven itself uh, to be compromised. And, you know, you've got Merrick Garland, who was put up to us as the great you know, moderate, you know, uh, uh, unimpeachable uh, guy when he was a candidate for the Supreme Court, but it was turned out to be a partisan hack. And, yeah, I think that the Justice Department is compromised. Yeah, Charlie, and it's sort of interesting how it looks like people can disagree with Donald Trump, but if you go back on his track record, I mean, if he was a baseball player, he'd be in the Hall of Fame, because I think he's batting 820% on all his predictions and what he said and, and what happened. We're talking about disinformation of the Russian dossier, not disinformation of Hunter Biden's laptop computer, and then follow it from there. But one, one thing on a somewhat regional level, even though this is this is national, Two races where the Republicans lost governorships, and and I think they're they're distinctly interesting. Is you look at what Lee Zeldin did in New York. Now he lost in a very blue state, but his coattails carried probably McCarthy to be Speaker of the House. Also, what happened in their state legislature is, is quite interesting. Contrast that with PA, where Mastriano. I mean, he didn't even have a thread. Forget about a coattail. And now look, look what happened in our Senate race, and look what happened in our congressional races, and then look what happened, of course, in our state house. Yeah, I mean, look, the down ballot effect of bad candidates and bad campaigns at the top is pretty well known. It's uh, it's historic. It's true. Uh, I had somebody come up to me the other day, Ben, and say, you know, Charlie. You said during the campaign that if Doug Mastriano was the nominee for governor, that we would lose the House of Representatives. And as you know, sadly, that's what happened. Uh, you know, Senator Mastriano, to be very candid, and I supported him. I campaigned for him, even though I lost the primary to him. Uh, I supported his candidacy in the fall, but it was a bad campaign. Uh, you can't run a statewide campaign and not talk to the media, for example. Uh, that's just one little element of a campaign that was very, very badly flawed in a situation, Ben, where we should have won. And that's what's particularly uh, troubling now that it's over. Yep. Charlie, uh, and again, I know this is there's a personal side of this, and then there's the political business side of this. Can, is Fetterman going to be able to, Senator Fetterman going to be able to make six years? <laughs> because it, it puts Pennsylvania in a in a he tough situation. I mean, you know, Governor Casey has, has you know been there for a long time, and I hope he got a better office after a couple terms. But for the most part, you know, right now Pennsylvania's representation in the U.S. Senate is minimal. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm not a medical doctor, and so I don't know what the short-term and long-term prognosis for Senator Fetterman are, and we all pray that he's okay, but he clearly isn't. 
Uh, and during the campaign, one of the things I said was, you know, I'm praying for him to have a full and complete recovery, but it's fairly evident that at this point, in this juncture, he has not, and he ought to, A, release his medical records, and B, make his doctors available for questions by the media. Neither one of those things happened. And so we have now a U.S. senator who obviously is very, very physically compromised and challenged. And while we pray the best for him, there's no question that it's got a negative effect on our representation in Washington until he is fully healthy. Can you stand by and talk to us some more? Do you have enough time carved out in your schedule for us this morning? We have to take a break. No problem at all. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you. Charlie Jarose on the line from Quantum Communications, a very well-known uh, GOP consultant and assistant that helps a wide range of candidates. So he's standing by. So let's hit the button. If you have a question, just a question for him, call us now, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wdkok.com and text us at 70236. Mm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Mm. Out of auto repair. <laughs> it was invented by the mulch industry. I know. And ben and I are going to do some mulching this weekend. <laughs> yeah, Charlie, we're into, we're into so some mild. high, high discussions here, talking about mulch and landscaping. On a, right. And uh, as... as uh, Talking to Charlie earlier, uh, I was in Washington, and, and Charlie was just talking off the air. It was 65 degrees in in D.C. on Wednesday, and it looked like it was. Uh, I'm thinking the cherry blossoms are going to get confused and start to come out. If anybody wants to talk to Charlie Giroux of Quantum <coughs> Communications, great GOP political consultant and strategist, five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com. Let's turn. Our our attention to the presidential campaigns that are underway. I think since we had one buffoonic president and then another, everybody's thinking, okay, we this is our only hope is to get a real president in, in 2024. Can you help us handicap the Republican side of the ticket, Charlie? What would you say? You hear a lot of folks talking about Ron DeSantis. What do you think is happening there? Well, there are a lot of candidates that are lining up to run on the Republican side. I think that's a good thing. I've always believed that competition uh, produced better products and better results, as we talked about with education a little bit ago. And I think you're going to see a significant number of Republicans running in 2024. Now, the truth of the matter is that Donald Trump is locked in at somewhere around 30 percent of the vote in a Republican primary. If there are eight or nine or ten candidates, that's probably enough to win. If there aren't, it's a very different story. And 
You know, it's more than simply DeSantis. And the one thing that, you know, I'm cautioning a lot of my Republican friends to do is vet these candidates. See how they perform over time and under pressure, because I'm a great believer that that's how you really measure people, is how they perform over time and under pressure. Right now, Ron DeSantis is the next shiny object. And I'm not saying he's not the right guy to be our nominee. I just want to see how things play out once the heat gets turned up a little bit. Yeah, Charlie, I, I would put a name out there because all, all I see is success from this gentleman. Uh, and I would even throw out another name, uh, former Ambassador Haley. But all, all I see is that when this person gets focused and just does the job and is immensely good and seems to be more of a marathon runner than a sprinter, and that's Mike Pompeo, because it, it just seems that he has such a background to understand what's going on, particularly foreign policy-wise, being in the CIA, of course, being Secretary of State. But, you know, I just see him maybe as a as a, uh, we'll talk about a little football, maybe people might think he's a third-round draft choice moving in. Mel Kuyper Jr. might move him up his board into the second, and maybe he's a high first-round draft choice, depending on all the people that are going to run. No question that Mike Pompeo is a a real candidate and has not only great credentials, but great views on the issues. The only thing that, you know, seems to be been a challenge for Mike Pompeo is the, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, charisma factor. He's not very uh, uh, charismatic on the stump, much more cerebral. But maybe that's what America is looking for right now. Well, I think West Point might uh, might sort of uh, have a little tone on that when you're I'm, younger. I'm at West Point, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's, got the, he's got the credential, no question about it. Well, Republic, uh, Democrats, when they have it, they call it gravitas, but uh, <laughs> there aren't any Republicans that have it, I can assure you that. Okay, quick glance at the Democratic ticket, uh, or oh, Democratic side. Lots of folks like uh, Gretchen Whitmer, of course, uh, President Biden says he's running again. I don't know. He did a super job on the State of the Union, but I don't know if uh, there's that much left in him. But uh, your view on the Democratic side as we talk about 2024? Well, the Democrats have real problems. They've got a candidate, the leader of their party, the president of the United States, that most Democrats don't want to run again and won't support if he runs again. In number two, they've got Kamala Harris, who's even a bigger disaster than Joe Biden. And Democrats across the country have indicated they don't want her either. So when you're dipping down to Jennifer uh, uh, Granholm uh, or uh, Governor Whitmer, who did such a terrible job during the pandemic, uh, you're really, really scraping at the, you know, the bottom of the political barrel. They don't have a deep bench. The cabinet officers in the Biden administration uh, are part of the worst cabinet in the history of the country. And so you get you know, discussions of Pete Buttigieg, for crying out loud, I mean, it really uh, it gets to the level of ridiculousness. I, you know, you, you hope that maybe uh, a member of Congress or a senator from here or there that isn't quite so far out on the woke radical left will come forward. But I think that's what you're going to be confronted with is, you know, a Joe Biden candidacy, you know, and a guy who would be almost 90 years old if he were to be reelected and serve a full term again with all the problems that he's uh, shown clearly to the American people in recent days. I think the Democrats have real problems in 2024. All right, we have a caller on the line. Mike, uh, Charlie Giroux can hear you. Or what's your question? Yeah, my question is this. As a uh, American citizen, 
I believe I have the right to liberty, and that's supposed to be protected by our people in Washington. And we've just witnessed what happens when the Chinese spy balloon flies over our country. And we're also seeing, you know, basically millions of uh, people being allowed to walk into this country and uh, just take up wherever they want to as non-citizens. So my question for you is, how should I feel about my loss of liberty, and what economic impact will this uh, basically invasion of people crossing our border have on me? Thank you. Thank you. Charlie. Well, Mike, you ought to be very concerned about your loss of liberty because it goes on every single day. And, you know, if it were big chunks being taken away, there'd be a bigger uprising by the people. But it's little slices and little cuts every single day. Let me say this about the border, the southern border in particular, though we're now hearing some real horror stories about what's occurring on the northern border. But did you notice how much attention the southern border received in Joe Biden's State of the Union speech the other night. Yeah. No. It glanced over that like it was nothing. And as your caller points out, that is a real problem on a variety of different levels, not the least of which is the job situation, but much more important, our national security. Well, thank you so much. Uh, any additional words? you got about 10 seconds. Anything else you want to add, Charlie? Something very, very important. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our producer yeah, raises yeah. his fist. He's a big, big, big Eagles fan. Thank uh, you so much, Charlie. Always thanks, a real insight. Visit us. I know you get up here from time to time. Come back to our studios. We'd love we, to have we, you back here again. We, we Thank got you, a dinner. we got a dinner date downtown Seals Grove, Charlie. Great. I'd love to do that. Thank you so much. Charlie Giroux, uh, a CEO of uh, Quantum Communications. Vice Chairman of CPAC. GOP political consultant and strategist. And uh, Frank, outspoken speaker and probably never going to vote Democrat in his whole life. (laughs) This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. You okay, buddy? Yep, okay. Just singing a little Burt Backer. You less sad? Passing yeah, it's Burt Backer. Well, holy smokes, one of the... Uh, look what Burt Backer's career, 96 years, but boy, look, look what he did for film. Look what he did for music. Well, he was 96. He didn't have a 96-year career. No, but let's say he had a 80 Don't exaggerate. <laughs> <laughs> you Republicans Fact like track. to exaggerate. Uh, raindrops keep falling in your head, Mark. And right. it was in a great movie. Butch ben Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Right. Yeah, which is funny that that, mo- that song would emerge from that particular film. I wouldn't have wouldn't have placed it, but uh, I vaguely remember. All right. Rob Sanders, our fabulous producer on the other side of the glass, so we appreciate his help and hard work. Folks, put him to work. Call 570-743-9565 is uh, the telephone number. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. And we have one more of uh, the uh, Washington Post uh, fact-finding, what do they go, fact-checking uh, <laughs> questions and answers from President Biden's speech earlier this week. So uh, I thought it was an interesting one. It relates to the debt. Uh, the president, of course, uh, as anybody would plainly think, has falsely claimed that he's done something to help the deficit, unless, of course, you're a Chinese banker. Uh, that's a false statement. So uh, of course, he's done stuff to help 
his and his family's Chinese holdings. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that could be. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, I got a rebuke for announcing that the Hunter Biden laptop was a dog chasing its tail. Dog chasing its tail, but that was. I added to that. I think if influence peddling is happening, it should be prosecuted as much as you can. It's been going on for so long in such subtle and obvious ways. But uh, yeah, so uh, we can chit chat about that. Maybe there's some local topics. Shikalemi about to spend five million dollars on. Football, so uh, not, <laughs> you can not question football with. on athletics. Oh, I got and, you. Okay. And believe me, athletics is also academics. Okay, I got you. Don't, uh, you know, don't be confused. There's, there well, are things ever. that can be helpful. That's <laughs> okay. money. Hopefully, it's money well spent. It gets done in time, and those students get to compete on a level playing field with all the other school districts around this area. So, are they pouring uh, $5 mil- million dollars into arts and music also? I think that's coming under the Mark Lawrence uh, Right, or academics. <laughs> right. Or academics, no. Just well, the football. Well, you can only juggle a couple balls at one time. Let's get the athletics straightened out. We can get the other <laughs> things Then we'll going. worry about reading, writing, and <laughs> arithmetic later. Okay, well, that makes uh, more sense when you put it that way. Where's my brain? Yes. Okay, it's no wonder. Foolish, foolish. Come on. <laughs> it's no wonder the uh, priorities. No wonder the Christian's schools around here are a bowman. And they're also winning state championships in athletics. All right. On the market sponsor with the Sunbury Motor Company, check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our line is open. If you'd like to talk to us about the things you've heard so far from Charlie Giroux or our observations about the presidential candidates in 2024 or his observations about 2024, uh, you can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OT I think Charlie had a great uh, uh, observation there that we should really vet these candidates, find out Mm -hmm. what they can do, what they can't do, what they will do, how they'll behave. No surprises when you get underway in Washington, D.C. We try to get that done. And maybe there's a Democratic candidate that would be uh, uh, palatable to Republicans. Maybe there's a a Republican candidate that would be palatable to the Democrats. I can think of a Mm. couple on the list myself. I'm thinking of bitter and sour taste Mm. for Right. But I think comments. people would vote if uh, one of our listeners sent us a note earlier this week saying what we need is a hero. We really need somebody who's going to emerge as a national leader. You know, I don't think Ron DeSantis is going to do it. He's too polarizing. But maybe there is. You well, know, hold it. How, how is he polarizing, though? Well, because of this wokeism stuff. That, that's well, just a boogeyman name-calling. Yeah, but he's addressing issues that don't benefit his constituents of Florida. So he's looking and he's taking it on. So look look at the bench, as Charlie said. Look at the the depth of the bench, which is almost zero for the Democrats. Right, and it has 20 people on it. Gavin Newsom? Whitmer? Grand no, I'm, I'm, I don't Buddha see anybody judge? in the Democratic side that's but, worth it. But, but so, so what has what has uh, DeSantis done wrong in Florida, except irritate some of the social justice warriors and progressives, meaning that he's taken on issues, and has he made Florida a better state under his leadership? Yeah, I just think yeah, this anti-wokeism and this anti-black history education good, and all that he's stuff. He's not anti-black so, history. Yes, he is. Don't no, start with black me. Black history. All right, so, there you have it. There's the topic of our discussion today. What is Ron DeSantis? Santis's problem. And somebody please call and explain what why woke is. And is the good. beauty is, you don't need them. You know, you have about a third of the country that will support them, and you, or or you know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, whoever her favorite candidate is in that uh, thing coming up, probably President Trump. Uh, certainly, a third of the country loves that. You know, they love all that name calling and division. The rest of us want a real leader to get elected, not just somebody who can name call and point but, out but how a, bad a the other side is. A real leader ruffles feathers. 
leaders, Mark. A, a real leader chooses winners. In the I got benefits. All right, let's get this done. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our telephone line open now, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Do they have a vehicle for you at Sunbury Motors? No, I'm driving another one. I'll oh, tell you later. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, one item in the news from PennDOT. They say there's a lane closure on Route 147 northbound. Of course, you would know that as the new uh, northern section of the CSVT, uh, CSVT. So between Ridge Road and Route 45 on 147 northbound, the new CSVT, there's a lane closure because of a crash there. It's in West Chalisquaki Township. So just watch for a slowdown there. We see on 501PA.com traffic's getting by slowly. Latest COVID-19 trends, mostly good. 28 fewer people died from the disease this week. Now, there still were 130 deaths attributed to COVID-19-related ailments, but 28 fewer than the week before, so that trend going down finally. Hospitalizations declined statewide. The number of new cases went up this week, 190 new cases this week. That's slightly up uh, from last week. Local COVID-19 cases about the same. what, What variant is this? Are we in the 30s yet? I have no idea. I, I mean, what are they testing You really for? don't hear too much about it, and it doesn't seem to be making people too sick. Hospitalizations down slightly and deaths down yeah. slightly. Well, so, that, And that's a positive. But, uh, uh, and why are they are they testing know. just like the flu, the cold, I mean, into those regards? People, they say the numbers are false because everybody's doing their own testing and staying home and quarantining and et cetera. All right. Uh, out with the old, in with the new at the old sports complex at Chickalemi. The superintendent, Dr. Jason Bendel, says they're going to build a new football field and new bleachers and make it an Mm -hmm. all-sports complex there. It will be $5.4 million, uh, but the district will not have to raise taxes because... They overtaxed you in the past and have way too much of your money in holding, so they're no. going to use it for athletics. Good. So. That might be good fiscal policy. <laughs> right, yeah, overtax people and then waste the money later. So this isn't going oh, to be good. the uh, Sunbury Broadcasting Sports Complex? Not going to be the Mark Lawrence. The Mark Lawrence Field? I'm withholding uh, my... Sun- Sunbury Motors Track and Field? I don't know. It just seems like okay. a waste of money I mean, I'll, me. I'll sponsor, like, the shop put area if, if they'd like. I mean, okay. you know, we'll get some money. That little circle? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> there's 50 bucks right there. All right, in case you haven't heard, uh, John Fetterman still in the hospital, recovering from being lightheaded the other day. His staff says it wasn't a stroke, so you can definitely believe their perspective on things. Uh, in Philadelphia, we already have a school delay announced for Monday morning, two-hour delay on Monday in Philadelphia, also at Wissahickon and someplace else in Philadelphia. Why, did, why are they even going to have school? I mean, what, what, I mean if, they, if, if they win, they'll celebrate. If they lose, Right, particularly when the forecasters say, hey, guess what? It's going to stay 50 degrees every day yeah. for the next three so months. So Take a day off. Right. Take I mean, off. Okay. Are they really going to miss a day? A mini vacation. In Philadelphia, <laughs> schools on. are terrible anyway, so do the kids a favor and keep them out of the building. Uh, finally, The Hill, which is, we think, a left-leaning national mm, screen. Yeah. yeah. Slightly? Yeah, okay. sort of like the Tower I, of Pisa. I never see it. Yeah, I, I have a very good lean detection, and I never see it in their stuff, but other folks say, hey, they lean mm. left. Don't worry about that. Anyway, they say the GOP's Government Weaponization Committee is 
is underway. They launched their first hearing Thursday, offering a flood of claims that highlight the many partisan divisions over the role of the federal government and the legitimacy of the newly created panel itself. Republicans formed the committee as a way to counter alleged abuse of uh, government they say is abusing its power to target conservatives. Democrats see the committee as a weapon itself, a vehicle through which the GOP will be able to forward its conspiracy theories that will mobilize the Republican base ahead of 2024. Helmed by Jim Jordan, uh, who also is a Q-quack uh, chairman of both the sub... <laughs> that's an aside. And that was parenthetical. Uh, chairman of both the subcommittee and the overall Judiciary Committee, where it's housed. Thursday's hearing included a quartet of former lawmakers, including Tulsi Gabbard, who's uh, apparently mm, lost Tulsi. it, and who left the Democratic mm, good, Party to uh, testify. A very good woman. Met her a number of times down there. Very... Uh, very cerebral and uh, ex-military. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So we respect her for that. From Maybe Ho- she'll run for president. Maybe she's Hawaii. a hero. Excellent coffee in her office. Uh, I drank a cup of coffee in her office <laughs> one morning. And on a Wednesday morning, I think I got to sleep Friday night. Okay. So, strong. yeah, our, co- our new pods are strong, too, here. All right. 570-743-9565. What's your view on the topics we've discussed? You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Is there any, if you are a Democrat out there, is there any Republican you'd vote for? If you're a Republican out there, are there any Democrats you'd vote for when it comes to 2024? Tulsi Gabbard's not in the race yet, but she ought to be. I think she'd get everybody vote on both sides. Stan, what's your view on this topic? Well, you know my view, so I won't repeat it. All, all Trump, all I the time. I told you more than once. All Trump, yeah, all the time. There would be a, it would be a cold day in Hades before I voted for a Democrat. Oh, Just that's saying. right. Yeah, I've played this shtick before. You, you got it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what's his last name? Thoreau. Jero. Jero. Like Al Jero. Jero. Yep. Okay. Now, he was saying something about, you know, they haven't been doing anything down there in Harrisburg for the last month and a half. Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing. If they're not down there doing anything, that means they're not screwing things up. Right. But yeah, they're still but enjoying they're, full salary yeah, for nothing. They're they're preparing to do something which could screw <laughs> things up. That's, that's, that's what we're concerned about. But, but it goes back to who's in charge and, and you know they have to make the rules before they can get the committee so right now nobody knows who's on what committee it, it's 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 a three rings well it's not even three it's a cluster yeah, uh, yeah I, I understand that now i agree with you mark if they're not doing their job they shouldn't get paid if i don't do my job and i'm not using vacation days I don't get paid. Well, Stan, hold it. You're, you're the same way. No, but Stan, it's not that they're not doing their job. They're not allowed to do their job under the rules. They they have to they have to find out who's the boss before they can start uh, doing their job. They they made the rules. They chose the guy. It's their problem. They're not working. They shouldn't be getting paid. Right. Right. I mean, absolutely. Con- uh, their decisions have consequences. And right now, their consequence should be they shouldn't be getting a dime. Well, they'll make and it up. There'll be they'll, no back pay for them, they'll, period. They'll do 60-hour weeks coming up here once they get organized. 60-hour <laughs> weeks, yeah. Six, right. you misheard okay. them, six-hour weeks. <laughs> six-hour weeks, yeah. Uh, so, but, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, I, I, personally, I think they're, it's probably better that they're not down there trying to screw things up. But, uh, you know, and... Oh, now, they're, they're you were down talking there. about the weaponization committee down, the government weaponization committee down there in, in D.C. I'm of the theory 
that the Democrats are all in an uproar about it because it'll expose their complicity in the censorship and uh, the weaponization of the government. Well, of course it that's will. That's just my theory. No, of course it will, and that's why they're running scared. And then, you know, look at the terms they're using. Look what Biden's using when he talks. President Biden says, you know, the MAGA, the MAGA groups, this and that. They're, they're trying to set this up. Oh, you're not doing the people's work. You're going after this. He didn't this. use that during the State of the Union. No, but didn't he use it when he was in... Uh, on his infrastructure, in Florida, and, yeah, right? Florida. He's used it in the past. So no, they're they're, the, but the Democrats have a excellent pre-media informational standpoint. They they get their talking points, they stick to them. Everybody from the uh, the, the leadership down to the janitor has the same talking point, so you hear that stand. So, the, yeah, no, the Republicans aren't there. They need the people's business. You got AOC. I don't know. Gosh, when she, when she, when she starts to scream, her eyes get as big as... I mean, she's, she, she's like there saying, this is the worst thing in the world. And remember, identity politics. White supremacy. That's what they'll yeah, hang right. their head on. Right. Identity yeah, politics. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, all race into white supremacy, but you know, they call everything that the Republicans are doing conspiracy theory. Well, I think they're the conspiracy theorists when they're accusing the Republicans of doing something that hasn't happened. What's you know, that, what are you talking about? They're just looking into what has happened in the past, and there's proof that it's happened. You know, the, the FBI going to the social media outfits. Well, that's and not conspiracy theory. Speech. No, but they, that's not conspiracy theory. He said theory. the Democrats call that, and they come out oh, and they call that okay. that. But yeah. you know, Stan, here's the other scenario: What happened to these 51 stalwart public servants that were involved <laughs> in the uh, in the intelligence agency that signed on that this uh, laptop was uh, Russian had all the earmarks of Russian disinformation? <laughs> well, you know what's interesting: if you go back through history. Who who have been more? Which party's been more pro communist? Support the communists. Understand the communists. Hug a communist. You know, sleep with a communist. Has been the Democrats. The Democratic Party has been the communists because the Democratic Party wants to bring everything down to average. They they don't want America to be supreme. Even Obama talked about it. Clinton's talked about that. It's not fair. The United States is the only superpower back in the 90s. But So it's interesting that all of a sudden Trump and these other people were all pro or assets of the Russians, assets of the Soviets in the past. Look what Ted Kennedy did uh, going to, uh, when Reagan was president. So the communists are supported by the Democrats and the progressives. Well, the, the authoritarians, the communists, the Chi-Coms, they're all basically supported by the Democrats because they're being paid by those people. The Chi-Coms, the, and there are some Republicans in bed with the Chinese. Yes. Yeah, it's Biden's not, at the top of the list. So that's a whole other set of problems that we Biden's have to deal Biden's not with. a Republican. Yeah, it's not It's not all Democrats, but it's most Democrats, and it's some Republicans because they're getting greased, and then that's what works. But, but what I'm saying is, but you're saying they're getting paid, but some of these people are ideology fits in the Communist Party, fits in the Socialist well, Party more than it fits in the capitalist free society. Can't we that have anybody true. interested now, in any good government at all whatsoever? That's the, the vortex. Well, what, do you, what do you mean, any good government? Yeah. 
the, a good government will follow the Constitution, leave people alone, stay out of their lives, only spend what they're authorized to spend by the Constitution, mm-hmm. and protect people's rights. But they're not doing it, and they haven't been doing it for decades. Well, and Stan, can I throw another organization out that beware of in a big way? You know, we talk about the DOJ, the Justice Department. You talk about home, Homeland Security and the Justice FBI in there. But beware this organization. Because they are coming for every nickel down to the penny that you owe them is the IRS. The, 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 yeah, yeah. the IRS can do to people what, uh, let's say, uh, third world countries uh, could do. And, and that is an organization that needs to be reined in and reorganized. And something else that needs to be reorganized is the tax code. But you don't hear Republicans or Democrats talk about They say everyone pay their fair share, whatever that is. But they don't talk about reorganizing the tax code so people could pay an equitable fair share. Or understand it or do well, their there, own taxes. There are people talking about what they call the fair tax or national sales tax and getting rid of the income tax altogether. Which may or may not be a good thing. I'm not sure about that. All right. We got you, sir. Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one. Yep. Appreciate the call. Thanks for calling in. All right. That frees up the lines. We'd love to hear from you. 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. That number when you're catbirding next in in the next weeks or months or whenever, that number is always right in front of you. Yep. Uh, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. And you can text us at 702. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, 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 Let's see. The Democratic candidates are Joe Manchin, Governor Pritzker, uh, Roy Cooper, Governor Roy Cooper, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, Gavin Newsom, Liz Liz Warren, Amy Klobuchar, uh, Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, or Buttigieg, as we heard today, Joe Biden, or Josh Shapiro. Are there any of him? If you are a Republican, are there any of them you'd vote for? Or would you choose, or would any Democrats out there choose, Ron DeSantis, Don Jr., Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, Governor Hogan, (laughs) Christy Nome, Governor Sununu, Mike Pompeo, Mr. Excitement, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is an interesting case. Natural Born Liar, Glenn Youngkin, Tim Scott. Or Rick speak. Scott, Rick Scott, and Tim Scott, the two brothers in the Senate, right? Uh, or President Trump? Any of those you'd support? Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. When car repairs get difficult, well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6. 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. Mm. out of auto repair. 
Are you okay, buddy? You got a bad image out of that, didn't you? Uh, I did, but okay. that's okay. 570 <laughs> Talking about presidential candidates and Charlie Giroux and busted Harrisburg. and Fly, uh, Eagles, fly. What all else? right, good Eagles. We'll have to get a quickie comment from uh, Rob before Rob. we uh, turn off the is, microphone. Is Rob wearing everything green, including his undergarments today? Uh, <laughs> no one really wishes to know. <laughs> He's wearing his Eagle jersey. We know that. All right, Harry, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I wanted to uh, comment. You had made a, a, a comment when you were talking about Ron DeSantis about his uh, his battle against wokeism being, I'm not sure what the word was, but basically being uh, awake. Well, Harry, Mar- Mark is basically saying that DeSantis is a buffoon before he's a buffoon, so he'll explain wokeism. Yeah, he's not a buffoon. I just, <laughs> well, you know, if you want to... Go ahead. Go ahead, Harry. No, the reason I, I called about it is one of the things, you know, he's had battles with Disney, who is... Uh, you know, Walt Disney has to be rolling over in his grave because it's not even close to what Disney was ever meant to be when he started everything. But there was a, a show the other day which um, called The Proud Family. Crowder, I think is what it's called. But anyway, it's a reboot of an old show they had. And I, I don't remember it. it. It wasn't went on when I was a kid. And that was, well, of course, nothing was on when I was a kid. There wasn't even TV then. But anyway, see, um, what it was was they had these kids white and black singing a song uh, as a po- like a poem into a song about how America was built on slaves and slaves built this country and the reparations must be paid and you know that's no longer about education that's about a, a uh, ideological indoctrination or uh, entertainment now it's about an ideological indoctrination and if Harry if was this in Florida that somebody has to was this in Florida? They were doing this. This was on the Disney Network. Their stream, uh, their their services, their their show. Oh, you know what? Yeah, okay, I did see that. They came. Out, that was on uh, Disney Plus or something. They had yeah. this. Yes, that's yeah. right. So, uh, yeah. yeah, and okay, yeah, I do, uh, I do. I think the Wall Street Journal had a blurb on this. Yeah, there was a lot about it. The New York Post, Wall Street Journal. Uh, I saw it on. Uh, I forget where else I saw it, but anyway, there was. Uh, uh, you know, you can't criticize a guy for. For battling against wokeism, when you've got a company that is always down or trying to uh, pull one over on on them as well, trying to rewrite history. Well, the thing I ask about wokeism, uh, same thing <laughs> I asked decades ago about political correctness: how does it improve? Thing. How how does it improve things? You know, I, I sat in a meeting a couple of days ago, and people talk about change. And they're sitting there, it gets around, I'm looking, and I say, well, you, you don't look very uh, positive about this change. And I look, and I say, well, change for the sake of change is mental, I won't say the rest of the word, but I said, change for improvement means something to me. Okay, we're going to make a change. How are we going to improve? Like, it, you know, And then how are we going to judge or, or implement that improvement, and how are we going to benchmark that improvement? But when people say, ah, oh, we got to change, okay, how about we got to improve? So... Wokeism, political correctness, some of this stuff I, I can't comprehend because how does it benefit people? How does it benefit society? How does it move this country forward? Well, yeah. and the other thing, too, is you look at, okay, you know, all, anybody who's white, your ancestors now are evil and you own slaves and you should pay reparations. My, uh, my mom's family, for example, I am only a third generation American in this country. My grandparents, my mom's how did that work? My grandparents were the first ones born in this country. 
And they came from Poland on my mom's side. So they uh, they have no no claim against anything from that side. And what happens with this wokeism now is the fact that, especially with reparations and 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 political, and it is all political correctness. It's just a rehash of forty or fifty years ago. But what happens is people want, as Bill Maher calls it, presentivism, where you want it to match what you think it should be now. History yes. is history. History occurred. You can't change it. You can't whitewash it, pardon the pun. You can't, you can't change what it was. You can teach what not to do from it or what to do with it. You can do all kinds of things with that, but you can't erase it. And that's what this is all about. This is all about making somebody else feel guilty and somebody else feel better by changing history. Yeah. And that can't happen. No, and you're right. So you learn from history. You don't repeat history, as the saying goes. But here's the other thing. If you understand slavery, slavery's gone on for, you know, since mankind to a degree. But, you know, there was blacks who owned blacks. There was Latinos who owned Latinos. There was whites who owned whites. I mean, if you look at the history of slavery, I mean, the Dutch and the Brits figured it when they went to Africa. They went and they hired the chief of this to say, okay, the chief goes, you know, I don't like this tribe over here. I'm going to go get them and sell them to you, and you're going to give me money, and this takes a pain in my backside away. I don't have to fight those guys. You know, I'll sell them. You know, if you look at slavery, it, it is it, it's far more complicated than, and also, too, there might be people that built something, but who engineered it? Who financed it? So the equation is not overly simple, and I don't want to say the equation's not 2 plus 2, it's more like a uh, algebraic. Mark, you were excellent in algebra, I'm sure, so it's it's more complicated. 2x plus 2x. Alright, Harry, anything else to add? Nope, have a good week. Uh, yeah, thank any, you so any much. Any vodka recommendations, Harry? <laughs> uh, I don't do vodka. I don't do well on vodka. <laughs> well, Bourbon you, or scotch, I'm okay with, but mm, I'm not so good on moving vodka. On. Okay, <laughs> do, you, do you have some Pappy Van Winkle in the store? Oh, you don't find that in the stores. But the next lottery will be starting soon, I believe. Okay. Thank right. you. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for thanks for calling in. All right. We'll take more comers. 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. Uh, is there any need for any sort of uh, another movement towards equalization, or is reparations a terrible idea? Is there anything we could do to Past is the past, Harry said, but is there anything we can do in the present that would make the future a little more equal for everybody? Lots of folks say, absolutely not. I got that. I heard it. That's fine. But is there anything else uh, that we can do? 570-743-9565. If you're a Democrat, would you vote for any of them Republicans? If you're a Republican, would you vote for any of them Democrats? Charlie Giroux was on the comment. Or do you think wokeism is good? You have to define it if you like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Call us now. <laughs> when car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of 
from your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Mm. Out of auto repair. Oh, hold on. Now, says Dr. Rupp, currently subvariants of Omicron are circulating, including XBB.1.5, BQ.1.1, and BQ.1. Are you happy now? Now you know. Yeah, no, yeah thank you. So they don't have fancy names. XBB.1.5 is 66% of the cases right now. Mm-hmm. BQ.1.1 with 20% of the cases. And the Omicron is gone. No, so, Omicron's gone. Well, that's a okay. shame. So President Biden was correct last September is that they got COVID under control or they got the <laughs> Omicron under control? <laughs> President Biden was not correct. Uh-oh. Okay, moving on. <laughs> anyway, let's just clear that up. doesn't matter what you're thinking. He was not correct. <laughs> so, all right. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. Call us now. Let me throw this out. Uh, coming to Pennsylvania, the potential potential to have open primaries to allow independents to vote. Mm. So it would allow independents to vote in what Democratic or Republican primary. So interesting that you have groups: Green, Communist, Libertarian, Democrat, Republican that form parties. But then you could have a group called Independence that isn't technically a party, but they can come and uh, they can sort of crash your primary party, Mark. Okay, that's fine. Five seven zero should be open. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com. I'm Mark Lawrence. Uh, Mr. Ben is directly across from me. Fine local Republican conservative committee man and businessman locally. And we had Charlie Giroux on earlier. We're trying to see if anybody would vote for any of the Republicans that are kind of out there. And uh, one of our good listeners says, "Yes, absolutely. I'm a Democrat. I could vote for Larry Hogan, Governor." Of Maryland. Yeah, he always sounds good, but people uh, who know him. Met Larry a number of times. I don't uh, like him. He's a good guy. Uh, talked about Larry Hogan on Wednesday a little bit. I, you know, I don't understand the rest of this email. Uh, but. but the Democrat would have to be worse than Ben Rankley. <laughs> Okay. okay, thank you, Tom. Um, <laughs> I missed that. Noted. Uh, Larry Hogan. What, what can you do about that? Uh, he ran Maryland pretty efficiently, got caught up in the COVID stuff, but that's tough in D.C., where basically uh, Southern Maryland is a, is a trough right into the uh, D.C., uh, mm-hmm. you know, whole you know, money money pack issues. So, uh, but yeah, Larry's an interesting interesting gentleman. Beat cancer, did some positive things. Uh, sued Pennsylvania for its waste running into the Chesapeake. Kind of long ago, dam needs to be repaired. Uh, but no, Larry. Um, what that sediment? That's yeah. Larry. It's Larry out. is a okay. true moderate. But you know, if you're in Maryland and you get elected as a Republican, you're not going to be really ultra-conservative. You're not going to be conservative. You're going to be moderate. And you have to... Then I always tell people, look at your constituents. What do your constituents want? If you perform for your constituents, there's a good chance that you will get elected, be it a Democrat or Republican. We have a caller on the line, Jackie from Paxinus, PA. Good morning. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, I just wanted to call and give everybody a heads up. If you're a hard-working person in Pennsylvania and you buy land, you pay for it, you make it nice, our lovely Democratic governors, you can call it Wolf or Shapiro, I don't know whose fault it is, 
But now if somebody drives on your property recklessly and destroys your property, you have to pay the state police 2250 to have access to your police report. What? I think it's just another attack on the hardworking middle class of Pennsylvania and telling people who destroy, don't follow the rules, drive inebriated from whatever substance they've legalized this week. It's who? okay. Don't worry about it. We're going to make the people who have a job pay Well, Jackie, it. I would recommend this. I would call your state senator or state rep and ask them if they can get that report for you. Right. Linda Schlegel-Culverwoods, her office is still active. Or, or, or get that, if this has happened to you. Uh, and if the state police are doing that, I would, I mean... Well, well, they're I not controlled by the, the government. State police are out of money. I think that's why it's happening. Well, yes, because yes, they, and no, because the fuel hmm. tax, the money they took out of the infrastructure for Pennsylvania was paying four hundred million plus was paying for the state police. Now they're concerned where they're going to be paid. So we will see more tickets. We will see more enforcement of things. But for these little fees, which are taxes, you know, I, I would call my state rep and state senator and ask them about this and say, hey, well, you can get me a copy of this. I'm your constituent. Would you, would you like my vote next time? I can guarantee you the governor does not control the state police. If he did, <laughs> they would be different. You, Mark, because every time we catch a Democrat doing something, it's not their fault. It, it is their fault. Well, the They're legislature set up the state police, and the state police are an autonomous unit. They are not controlled by the government, and they're only peripherally controlled by the Republicans in the legislature. Are they making, so, their, are they making their own rules? Well, I, you know, I it's, know. It's, it's a it separate like agency. It's a consistent plan. Right. Well, I got gotcha. you. Democrats, I've not met a lot of Democrats that walked away from a tax or a fee, or if the tax or fee went into place and it was all taken care of, it never came back because we still pay for the Johnstown flood today. So I would agree <laughs> with you, Jackie. But uh, yeah, yeah but the, your legislators. The honest people who pay their bills are paying all the bills, and the people who don't, well, you know. We don't really have enough money to come get you, so why would you pay? Yeah, yeah I think wrong. it's referred yeah. to as don't tread on me. So uh, yeah. mm-hmm. a Gatskin flag could be hanging at your property, and the, they would understand what you're talking about. The frustration is exactly what you talk about. People who play by the rules, go by the rules, do the things, then these other things happen. And uh, if you look and say, you know, you put your hands up and say, well, you know, what the Sam Hill's going on? Yeah, Jackie, you're 100% right. That is wrong. You shouldn't have to pay a fee to get the investigation done. You've already paid for the state police with all your gas tax and PennDOT taxes and everything else. Governor doesn't control them, didn't set that up. The state police, of course, are uh, sort of autonomous. But contact your good Republican legislator around there. They'll get this squared away in a big hurry. I'm not going to pick on any police because I love them, and they try to keep the drug dealers off my property. So. I'm not going to pick on the state police in any way, shape, or form because you could not pay me any amount of money to do the job that they are expected to do today. Gotcha. Oh, no, it's not the rank and file, Jackie. It's somebody in administration that's telling them to do it's this. It's inside the Harrisburg Vortex yeah. Beltway where the brain removal happens. All right, thank you so much, Jackie. Thanks for calling in. That's a bona fide issue. No argument yeah. there. Thank you. All right, 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. Should independents be voting in the primary? Absolutely. Everybody should be voting for anybody 
they want to. If you're independent, then so if you are a member of the Moose or you're a member of the VFW or you're a member of this club, if you're an American, should, 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 should you, you be, be able to participate? Should in the you primaries? be able to uh, yes. just crash somebody's party? Why not? Why not? Why should Pennsylvania look? If if you want to pay for your own primary as a Republican, or if I wish to pay for my Democratic primary and keep everybody else out, that's fine. But I'm a taxpayer. I pay for you to have your little party, and you're paying for me to have my little party. Well, if you're going to pay for it, you should get a voice. Shouldn't the independents form their own party? Why isn't that taxation without representation? If you pay your taxes in a timely fashion, mm-hmm. I know you do. You pay some of yours during the discount period. Yes. So, um, <laughs> as much as I can. <laughs> wh- why should I? Or why should you not have a say in in the running of the Department of State well, or the local elections? Shouldn't the independents form their own party and be the <laughs> party of independents? <laughs> I mean, don't don't crash other people's parties. I think form that's an party. oxymoron. <laughs> the independents join. Should the independents join? Okay, you got it. You see the irony there? Okay, proposing it. Oxymoron, which basically describes some of the politicians we have these days on both sides uh, of the aisle. Are you talking about military intelligence? Five. five <laughs> 570-743-9565. We'll be looking for another caller. Maybe you have some insights on the Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs game, 5 p.m. on Eagle 107 this Sunday. So if you want to listen to the game, we've already had a couple calls in the mm-hmm. newsroom saying, oh, I'm going to have to listen to the game Sunday. Where's Eagle oh. 107? Well, and I say, great. well, you already know where they are. They're 107.3. They play that great rock and roll. Yeah, I was going to say, who are the broadcasters on the radio? We'll get that information from Rob. I don't know. Westwood One eggheads. All right, 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Okay. Is Rob dancing in there? Uh, yeah, he's jumping up and down in his chair. He's got pom poms. Sorry, I interrupted the most important part. It is the most important part. Key to victory. Defense. Okay. You gotta stop Patrick Mahomes. All right. I would I would agree on that part, Rob. Key to victory. It's not, I believe, uh, Bill Parcells or Coach Belichick, Coach Parcells or Belichick said this. It's not the team that makes 
the big plays that will win. It's the teams that do not make the bad plays. So make less bad plays, you will win the game. Agreed. Okay. Defense wins championships. Okay. But so. what, what sells tickets? Besides defense your, does not sell tickets. Philadelphia defense sells tickets, yes. Uh, no, it's, uh, it'll, it'll be an interesting game. It, uh, I I would say the two best teams from each conference have gotten into the playoffs. Yeah, they're both number one seeds. Yeah, so hmm. uh, you can't argue that point. Talent abounds. The the Reed Philly uh, deal makes makes uh, makes it even more interesting. Uh, uh, you got uh, you know a lot of ties here to the valley. Uh, so uh, Rob, I would I would say yeah, Eagles defense uh, should make it should make it interesting. My prediction, in case you're curious. Yes, please. Eagles 24-21. Oh, oh that low. Wow. I, th- I, I think defense on both sides, but especially the Eagles will stop uh, enough. Okay, who makes the key special teams play? Aaron Sipos. Okay. That's because he's the Eagles punter, and he hasn't played for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. He's going to, I think when he punts, he's going to get everybody you know down inside the 10. Okay, so, that, so it'll be a long field. Well, that would make a big deal, but yeah. I, I'm thinking of a turnover or a key return or a I always look at this too. Look at a penalty that changes things around. Look at a penalty. Your offense is moving. You get a holding penalty. Now you're back. All of a sudden you have to punt. So, you know, I sort of look at the intangibles. Of course, Mark will be looking at the cheerleaders. Um, uh, but I'll uh, be looking at the commercials. Okay. Uh, I predict 37-6 for uh, the Eagles' victory. I what, would love that. What's your mm-hmm. view? I, oh boy, I'm, I'm looking at a potential overtime game here. Okay. Score? Mm, 34-31. Okay. Wow. Too close for my blood. But we're all saying the Eagles, right? And yeah. It, and, okay. it will, and it will be the team that gets the ball second in overtime. That wins. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so I would hope that... 31-31 that, going that would, into overtime. I mean, the Chiefs get the ball first in overtime. Eagles defense stops them. Maybe yes. maybe a pick six from Darius Slay. Mm, no, no. Three that points. Be It'll be a holding penalty. And uh, they'll allow the Eagles oh to back God. them up, and then they'll uh, they'll punt. The Eagles will drive down the field, and all all Hertz has done all his life is win, and he's he's got himself set up to win now. So no, I, I would say uh, cheese steaks and pretzels for everyone Monday in here at the studio. Mm-hmm. Yep, and a two hour delay. I think they should call that in our area for us too. Let us go. Thank you so much, Rob. Really appreciate it. Thanks for that little glimpse on the Eagles. Speedy dialers could uh, get through still. 570-743-9565. Got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. Guess what? A family-owned dealership. Mm. You want family values. They got them down there. They got sons and daughters and all kinds of people and wives helping out down there. Uh, They are with two locations, 4th Street and Sunbury, of course. You see them down at the North 4th Street Shopping Plaza and Routes 11 and 15 Hummels Wharf. Got an opportunity to drive the Hyundai Tucson if you haven't been in it yet. Mm. It's a fun SUV. It's just a blast to drive. It's about 12 inches off the ground and it's just a fantastic vehicle. Fantastically priced. uh, Less than $40,000 for the baseline. Now you might find one that's just a little bit, uh, you know, built up a little bit and maybe a little bit more than that. So yeah, check out the Hyundai Tucson. Fantastic vehicle. They got them down at the Sunbury Motor Company. I'm back in a different F-150 uh, this uh, the smell of new vehicle is intoxicating in wow. this vehicle. They're using it as a loaner. Well, somebody backed it into something somewhere what, in transportation. So you can do that for, now with Ford a backup has to, camera. Yeah, Ford has to. Well, they, 
there's, there's, I don't know what they did. The loud beep didn't. It's throw high. Anything it's into high. It's like a super high oh, hitch okay. or something. You know, oh, maybe okay. something on one of the trucks or whatever. So they're waiting for Ford to fix that. So I get to drive it around. But it's a luxury truck. It's a hundred percent level. Even the even the ceiling in the cab is leather. Okay, wow. so <laughs> a lot of cows are not very you, happy about you do this. Have, you are fantastic. dressed when you're sitting in this. Leather, yes, absolutely. Right? Isn't that exciting I mean, that you would come not on be. now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this Ford has. Uh, everything in history. You can teach it to drive down the highway, so you only have to rest your hand lightly on the steering wheel. If you don't put your hand on the steering wheel at all, it automatically senses that and says, put your hands on the yeah, steering wheel. And the special promotion. Yep, fantastic. Go vehicle. to Sunbury Motors, test drive a vehicle, you get a oh, gift here. certificate for Penn's Tavern, or if you don't want to drive out of Sunbury, you get a gift certificate for the uh, Sunbury Sub Shop. Is that true? Even with the little extra mayo. Come on now, that's, that's not true. I've, I've heard this. Okay. Sunbury See Motors. Jeff Clock, get the coupons. SunburyMotors.com, but they got brand new Fords, Hyundais, and Kias. Uh, they got the new uh, Hyundai venue down there, an actual economy car with air conditioning and power windows, 23000 bucks on the lot. And they'll probably come uh, down a tiny bit for that. How about that? we got to see Austin for that, right? Uh, yes, Austin and Ernie. and That's um, over at the Kia? Oh, no, that's the Hyundai. That's oh, over that's the Hyundai. Sunday. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, uh, that would be Tony. Tony will hook you up at the so venue. we got things straightened out. We hope Fetterman can get better to serve the people Absolutely. of Pennsylvania. I'm sorry that he's one, th- one big deal, uh, we talked about Linda's victory. Another thing, we're, we're talking about sports. We got on a little bit. Uh, saw a great sporting event. Never was two in my life. Went to a uh, bowling, oh. high school bowling, saw the Seals, Chicago Braves, Midwest, and Mifflinburg uh, folks bowl. The Females and the Males. It was a great event, uh, folks. Uh, what, I will say this Chicago Bowling. I don't know why the Daily Am sports page does not cover what they're doing around there, but they have excellent girls and, and boys bowling. One of our listeners sent us a note, says, At the risk of being called a racist, here are some thoughts on slavery. No human should be kept as a slave. For those wanting reparations, what if they were a descendant of a black leader in Africa that rounded up other blacks from tribes they defeated and sold them to become slaves? What if you were a descendant of a black person that owned slaves? For those living now, if your ancestors were not brought to America, where would you be living now? Or question mark, says Rob. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's a lot goes into it, but I think when people have conversations about reparations, they're talking about what could level the playing field now, N-O-W, and uh, what could help steer us in the right direction in the future. And maybe the answer is, go ahead and say Nothing. It, nothing. Okay. And that's what we'll do. Well, let's to live fix. life and go on. Put, right. put yourself up by the bootstraps and get going. You see an ill in the U.S. today, be sure to do You're in the nothing. greatest country in the history of the world. Take advantage of it. Suck it up. Okay. Thank you so much, Ben okay. Reichley. Good to see you. We'll see you in two weeks. Yep. You are listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. WKOK News Time. It is now 10 a.m. Time for the Dan Patrick Show talking about a big football game.